From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, December 14th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Dave James. A doctor in Cleveland is expressing concern about the Omicron variant of the coronavirus. Lena Lai reports. Dr. Daniel Rose from the Cleveland Clinic says while initial data on Omicron in South Africa found mild illness. I think it would be prudent to wait to draw conclusions. But Omicron does appear to spread more quickly than Delta, doubling in cases every two to three days in the U.K., which Monday announced the nation's first Omicron death. Even if it does turn out to be less severe in most people, if it causes severe disease in some people, if it's more transmissible, that's going to still cause a lot of problems. Scientists in Israel found a second dose of Pfizer's COVID vaccine had little protection against Omicron after five to six months, but a third dose offered significant protection against the new variant. Vaccines are still effective. They're just not as effective as they were with Delta. And doctors say it continues to be the best protection available. I'm Lena Lai. Cincinnati-based Kroger, the nation's largest grocer, is ending some benefits for unvaccinated workers as big employers attempt to compel more of their workforce to become vaccinated. Unvaccinated workers will no longer be eligible to receive up to two weeks' paid emergency leave if they become infected. That was a benefit given to workers last year when vaccines were not available. The state says 2.1 million Ohioans have received a COVID booster shot. Anybody 16 and up can get one six months after completing the initial vaccines or two months after the single-dose Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Only about two in three Ohioans age 18 and up have completed the initial vaccinations for COVID. Sports betting is closer to becoming a reality in Ohio. ONN Jolanda Harris reports. Lawmakers passed a bill last week to create 25 online sports betting licenses. That would include the state's 11 casinos and racinos. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine says he expects to sign the bill this week. The reality is that we have sports betting in Ohio today. The only question is, are we going to regulate it? And how are we going to regulate it? Now, there are concerns that the Ohio Casino Control Commission is running the program, not the Ohio Lottery. A lawsuit over that could prevent the state from launching sports gambling in January of 2023. I'm Yolanda Harris. Ohio's chief for prevention and problem gambling says parents should steer clear of giving kids lottery tickets as gifts or presents. Parents, grandparents often will provide kids with lottery tickets. You know, it's a little bit of excitement. You know, what can it hurt? So if you have a six-year-old getting a lottery ticket and winning $50, they get that rush, basically, of of dopamine, and it just creates a pathway in the brain. Stacy Fronapple-Hassan also says about the likely legalization of sports betting in Ohio. It certainly, you know, has been something that we've watched. We would certainly have a strong emphasis on preventing any problem gambling from developing, on helping people make responsible gambling decisions, Um, you know, planning how much they're going to spend, not borrowing, not using credit. You can find info about gambling problems online at beforeyoubet.org and also at changethegameohio.org. A former Hamilton County jail deputy was sentenced today to 42 months in prison for using unreasonable force by shoving a suspect in a holding cell with such force that the victim left his feet and collided headfirst with a concrete wall, losing consciousness, splitting open his head and breaking his leg. 
35-year-old Jason Mize of Cincinnati pleaded guilty to the charge in January. The Columbus Zoo is one of the largest in the U.S., even ranks highly in the world, and the Association of Zoos and Aquariums has rejected its appeal to have its accreditation reinstated. Misappropriation of funds and resources by former management is part of the reason the zoo's accreditation was first denied in October. The zoo now has a new CEO, Tom Schmid. Another problem the AZA has is the way former Columbus Zoo director Jack Hanna would take animals onto talk shows that were not actually from the zoo. They were from unaccredited breeders. Dan Ash is the president and CEO of the Association of Zoos and Aquariums. The kind of puppy milling of animals to supply kind of uh, an entertainment um, business um, is quite troubling. The Columbus Zoo can apply again next fall. People living in the area around Ohio State's campus in Columbus have been dealing with an uptick in crime, and the university has invested an additional $2 million in safety improvements. Here's how it ends Tracy Townsend. Here's a bit of a breakdown about where that money is going. $637,000 will go to cameras. $400,000 will go to a block watch group there. And just over $408,000 is going for lighting. 725000 will go for some other items, including campus security, personal safety devices, and expanding the Lift Ride Smart program. I'm Tracy Townsend. The Cleveland Browns have placed eight players on the NFL's reserve COVID-19 list, including wide receiver Jarvis Landry and tight end Austin Hooper. They'll need two consecutive negative tests to play. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Dave James on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.